Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Hey, welcome in. Hope you're getting ready for a great weekend. I don't know what the weather's like where you are. Southern California got a little bit of a heat wave. It is absolutely spectacular. And uh, if you know me, you know there's a real thing. I, I, I miss the fall, man. I miss the seasons, especially October. The the The... The leaves in many of your trees are turning, of course. The humidity's cut in some places. It's great. Uh, my alma mater plays a football game tonight, K-State, uh, O-State. Of course, you also have Nebraska taking on Illinois. I got some college football. Got my picks upcoming. Yes, I have dominated the picks recently. I'll try and make you some money. Uh, not a ton of philosophy that goes into it, right? I, I, I don't uh, – I, I can't tell you that we track historical data. It's just – I think this team is better, and here's why. And it, it's, it's worked for uh, many a year. Uh, we hit on uh, 67% last year, and we're, tra- we're, we're trending above that now, knowing that it's going to come back down kind of to earth. But a couple good weeks in a row, we'll try and help you out with our 5-4-5. Five, five. Mark Dominic joins us this hour. Oh, special guest, Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, Andrew Dice Clay is going to join us. Uh, next hour, right? Is that right, Jason? Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. And um, I think like when, and there's a lot, there's there's definitely going to be a generation of people that be like, I don't know who that is. And he's been, if you follow him on TikTok or on Instagram, he actually plays that up. But uh, I, I guess you would say like kind of our childhood famous comedian, right? He did the nursery rhyme jokes. And he's now seen a resurgence as so much in nostalgia has been back. And he's got a new movie out. He's got a couple of shows. He's got a couple of shows out and ironically open for Guns N' Roses. Open for Guns N' Roses. So Andrew Dice Clay will join us in an hour and I think 20 minutes. We fit into his schedule. I'm pretty excited about pretty excited about that one. Like 14, 15-year-old me is super, super excited about Andrew Dice Clay. He had this... Um, I had it on cassette 
the day the laughter died, I think it was called. It was like a live hour, maybe two hour stand up thing where he just is, there's no real bit there. Just talking to the crowd. It was amazing. We'll talk to him about that upcoming at an hour 20. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. I don't know how you guys feel about your season for your team. I'm guessing, though, when I say this, you'll probably nod your head. You, you may or you may not. I don't know. I don't care because I, I do think it's a reality. Okay. There's an expression in sports that you, you can't win a game in the first half, but you can sure as hell lose it. Right? And the same goes true in, uh, for your season. Right? Like you can't win a championship or win your division in the first half of the season, but you can sure as hell lose it. And there are seminal moments to a season which causes... You know, it's like the tipping point. It causes it to tip in one direction or the other. And I was watching the Commanders last night. And again, Ron Rivera chooses to go for a field goal when he's when they're forming to come back instead of, instead of going for it on fourth down. And as we pointed out, and I don't think, I, and I listen to a lot of sports radio. I watch a lot of sports on television. And people keep throwing out the Riverboat Run nickname. But what they don't know is that was tongue-in-cheek, right? That wasn't actually, that's not actually his persona. He's actually really conservative, right? It should be like, um, trying to think of who's conservative that would work with him. I'm thinking of a conservative politician that would work with him, right? Ronald Reagan Rivera. Ronald, but- Just for alliteration. Sure, for, for, yes. Uh, I was thinking more of- uh, uh, Ron Robertson Rivera, right? Pat Robertson wasn't wasn't Pat Ro- Pat Robertson, right? He's like the evan- evangelical super right wing guy. Anyway, maybe that's too deep. I don't know. But Ron Rivera did it again. But the point is more. Look, you can lose on Thursday night football. Quick turnaround, playing against the Bears team that their backs are against the wall. They they really played, with the exception of you know, I mean, the fourth quarter. Last weekend against the Broncos, they played pretty good football of late, but had to win a game, had to have it, and they played well. But you can lose that game and you'll be fine. Like you'll survive. You'll be okay if you're Ron Rivera, um, Ronald Reagan Ron. Is that what you said? Ronald Reagan Ron? You know, you would be three and two right now. They have the Falcons and the Giants on the road, then a rematch against the Eagles. They play three of their next four on the road, four of their next six on the road, including trips to Seattle, trips to Dallas, uh, to Atlanta, and to the Giants. They still have two matchups for the Cowboys, who obviously have a ton of talent. They still have the Niners, albeit at home late in the season. Still have to go out and take on the Rams. Like, this is not an easy schedule. But if you're sitting there at three and two, or even if you're not three and two and you lose last weekend, it's still it's the Eagles and whatever. But if you if you know the Washington Commanders, you know that last weekend they had the defending NFC champs on the ropes. They did. 
And they scored a touchdown with no time remaining in the game. No time remaining in the game. It was 31 all. And conservative Ron Rivera, uh, Ron Robertson, Ron Reagan Rivera, whatever. You know, it's like the riverboat Ron chooses to kick a field goal. They go to overtime. And obviously they get the ball, you know, they, they had the ball in overtime and didn't score. So it's not like, you know, they the Eagles got it, marched down the field, scored a touchdown. It was a 54-yarder. So the defense did perform, did, did perform pretty well. But the point was, at the point in time where they scored a touchdown with no time remaining, the Eagles had scored touchdowns on their last two possessions of the game. So you sit there and go, dude, go for it. Think of the feelings now where last weekend they didn't go for it, 31 all, ends up going to overtime, losing overtime. Now they get down big at the half. Was it 24 to 3 at the half? 27, what was it, 27 3 at the half? And they come marching back and again kick a field goal instead of going for it. But the bigger part is you can't win the division. You can't get to the playoffs. You can't win a game in the first half, but you can lose it. And man, is the air let out of the balloon with the commanders. Because they're not bad. Yeah, they get stomped by the Bills. And they beat the Broncos and the Cardinals, two of the worst teams in football. We didn't think the commanders were going to be great, but they could navigate the schedule. How much more energy would they have had had they gone for it last weekend and gotten it? All right? And gotten it. And again, I don't know how good a play caller Eric Bieniemy is, but I'm guessing that with his years of experience with Andy Reid, he would have had something in his up his sleeve for a two-point play to win a game. Think of the creativity they've had in they had in Kansas City. That's what the hell you hire the guy for. I think they lost their season by not going for it against Philadelphia. It just it shows a lack of, I know it might show trust in your defense, and your defense did show up and did play well. And, and maybe maybe the, the takeaway should be, I mean, if we really want to kind of get down to it and you really watched last night's game, you're like, you know, one of the elite defensive players in the NFL is back in Chase Young. Had 11 pressures last night. Chase Young, who's had all these knee issues, and, you know, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. And there's a lot, like, Chase Young looks like he's back. He can play. Now, now part of the knee issue, and if it's a degenerative knee, is, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he play like this the whole year? But, man, he was right last night. But you're, you're sitting there going, it just let the air out of the balloon with being conservative. Let the air completely out of the balloon. And I don't, do I think they're going to get fired? Probably. You know, you have a new owner. They want new ideas. They're probably going to have a new nickname. You know, and remember Ron Rivera, as, and he hasn't done a terrible job. Right? It's not easy to completely remake a roster with all the changes they've had in the front office, with all the changes in ownership. I get it, but at some point, a new owner is going to want his guy. going to want to hire his guy and have, have his... And you're sitting there going, they don't have a quarterback, so the next guy will get to pick whoever the next franchise quarterback is. And Sam Howell's a nice player. He's fine. And he allows them to use all that other money to go and spend it and upgrade everything else. But Ron, you're, you're, no one expected you to be great. 
why wouldn't you go for it? He had two weeks in a row of being conservative, and he's paid the price for both of them. And I think last week's played into this week's, and I think losing those two games hurts them going forward. It, it doesn't mean that their season is a, is like over. They won't put the chances of winning the division or getting to the playoffs in greatly decrease. And again, you, then you look at last night, those are two. One's a division game against the Eagles. That helps you in the playoffs and tiebreakers. And that's an NFC game against the Bears again. Playoffs and tiebreakers. Not that they're going to be in the playoffs because the season appears lost based upon his decision to not go for it last weekend. And, and everything to me, and I understand some people are by the book, some people are by feel. I'm a little bit of both. And both should have told you to go for it last weekend. Not huge expectations. Would have been an upset. Going for it is widely, regard, widely regarded as belief in self, belief in what you're doing. It's what you hired Eric Bianna before. It's, it's, all, it's all good, right? You're kind of playing a little bit with house money, playing against the Eagles, who everybody thought should be a dominant team, and they weren't, even though you beat them last year. But not doing it leaves you open for this type of criticism. Here's uh, Ron Rivera talking about Sam Howell's performance. Sam Howell, just generally, how do you think he played? I thought he had his moments. You know, it was unfortunate we didn't get anything going early on in the, uh, in the first quarter. It's kind of tough to get in rhythm for him. And, uh, you know, then we got a nice little rhythm going. And, uh, you know, we didn't sustain. You know, we turned the ball over. You turned the ball over twice. That's a tough thing. Here's Sam Howell summing up the loss. Obviously, I think there was a lot of things about the game that, that were disappointing. Um, you know, we felt like we were the better football team, and we didn't play that way tonight. Um, and that's, that's, that's what I've learned so far in the NFL is, you know, it's not the better team who wins the game. It's the team that plays the best that night. Um, and tonight the Bears outplayed us, and credit to those guys. But, you know, obviously we got to be better. I, I, I'm not like the Sam Howell kid. I think, I think that dog will hunt. I just don't know if he'll get the chance to, uh, to get the catch. Obviously, Justin Fields played way better. Here's, here's Matt Eberflus, his head coach, talking about his young quarterback. I saw poise the entire time. Uh, you can see him comf- being comfortable in the pocket, uh, going through his reads, um, you know, delivering the ball on time. But that takes everybody. You know, it takes the receivers you know, being in the right spot. You know, it takes the protection. And uh, that's what I saw. Hmm. All right. All right. I, I like Justin Fields there. I still, long-term, I'm not a Justin Fields guy, but he has really bounced back these these, these past two weeks, especially, obviously, uh, two weeks ago, although he fumbled away a chance to win that game. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires. Ship, ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. 
What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mark Dominic in a, in a couple of moments. Um... Did you guys, have you guys been studying this stuff on the Mel Tucker case? I want to get to that in one second. First, football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. We have a show called Countdown to Kickoff, which is presented by BetMGM. They walk you right up to kickoff on both Saturdays and Sundays. They hit on all the key storylines and, of course, all the best bets. You can listen to Countdown to Kickoff. Weekday mornings, beginning at 9 Eastern on Saturday, 10 Eastern on Sundays, right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And a programming note, Bill Krakenberger, who's on the Sunday show, will join me in my podcast called uh, In the Bonus. So when this show's over, we do a one-hour live podcast show. Chris Velika, he's uh, the bear from... um, uh, Big Noon Kickoff, and of course, he has Bear Bets podcast. We're going to have him on the pod today because we have Andrew Dice Clay next hour. So you'll get Bear, Bear Bets and you'll get uh, Bill Krakenberger, but Crack is on the Sunday show, for example. So really good shows here weekends where other national entities that we don't want to speak of, and most of them are struggling, okay, they do you know, tout service shows on Saturday and Sunday morning. They sell their souls a little bit. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on 90% here. I got my five-star lock of the day. If you call this number, I'll give it to you. That's not what we do here. Countdown to kickoff is a real legit, legit pregame show. Pregame show. Let's welcome in Mark Dominic. He spent 20 years in NFL front offices and scouting, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And um, Mark, I want to get to the commanders and what happened last weekend, what happened last night. And also want to talk about the bears and Justin Fields, but the, the chase Claypool thing, this is the second team that has traded him. Um, Steelers couldn't wait to get rid of him. He goes to the bears. He, you know, it wasn't a lot of effort in week one. He's inactive last, these last two games, healthy scratch. Now he's sent packing. Like, have have you ever seen anything like this before? Yeah, I'm afraid so. And, you know, everybody's kind of telling you what's the problem. And it's, it's to your point, right? The Steelers it traded him away for that second-round pick, and there was already known problems in Pittsburgh. you, you got to realize, if Mike Tomlin can't handle you, there's a real issue, right? He, you know, he got rid of Antonio Brown because it was like, it's just not going to work as good as he was, and for same for Chase. And then you got the sense that there was things going on in the offseason with Chicago. I'm not actually surprised that somebody would trade for him. Like, I, I'm actually – 
you know, concerned at what he might do to a locker room or what he might be from his distraction or for whatever it is. But it's a team that could use him, but obviously the Bears looked pretty good without him last night. What happened to the Dolphins' offense? What did the Bills do? I think the Bills just are so good at all three levels. Uh, they've got so much more speed, and now Von Miller's making the trip out to London, which is going to be a huge another addition, even if he's on a pitch count. Uh, you know, the Bills are just a fast football team, and they got faster. You know, Terrell Bernard is a linebacker that's jumped into there as a starter. He's kind of that Mike slash Will speed guy, and he's making a difference on defense as well as just the overall Greg Rousseau continue to grow up and be a good player. I just think this team has rotation ability, too which I think, Doug, keeps them very fresh. They can, you know, you've got Tim Settle, who they can rush on the inside. But he doesn't have to play the early downs. And so they stay fresh throughout the game, and because they can do that, they can get after you and pin their ears back at you. And I think that's what the Bills' defense uh, can be and will be. And if they can, you know, do this right with Von Miller and, again, 15, 20 snaps a game for a while, uh, you know, this team's only going to get better. So the, the Bears look better, right? Uh, how much of it is Justin Fields? How much of it is hey, just get DJ more of the football? How much of it is the schemes changing? I think the schemes changing a little bit. I mean, obviously Justin's playing better the last two weeks, and I think part of it is yes, DJ more and what he was able to do. But a lot of it's Cole Komet and the tight end, and letting him get involved like I've never seen him involved in the offense before. The Bears signed him to a long-term extension this offseason, and they have delivered him the football. And I think that's kind of showing you that they've got different levels of the football field where they can put the ball. And I think that's really kind of helping open up this offense and it's allowing Justin Fields to have more and more confidence. So, I mean, two weeks in a row we've seen Justin Fields go from as bad as he could play to, hey, that's pretty good, to still hope. And so even though the Bears no longer hold the first pick in the draft, uh, I think they'd much rather see this kind of development out of their quarterback. I want to see more, though, against uh, bigger opponents and quality opponents. I think that's going to be the thing that we're going to want to watch with the Chicago Bears is, you know, where are they going to be when it's, you know, not the Washington Commanders, but it's the Chargers or it's the right. Lions. So, somebody somebody legit. Them a little bit later. Right. So somebody, somebody legit. Um, you, you obviously, in your days with Tampa, uh, you went against Ron Rivera forever in Carolina. And uh, Dan Byer and I talked about the fact that the Riverboat Ron nickname was actually tongue in cheek. Because his first couple years, he was like super conservative. Then he went for it a couple times. Like, hey, riverboat Ron. But, but right, that's 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 fair, isn't it? No, very fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so so last weekend, you know, they played great the first three quarters against the Eagles. Then the Eagles scored two touchdowns the last two drives. They come back, score with no time on the clock, and instead of going for it, they forced overtime. Now, look, in Rivera's defense, his defense has been. You know, has been much better, right? And they did. It was a 54-yard field goal. It wasn't like they. It wasn't like the Eagles got it, marched down the field, scored a touchdown. But I thought not going for it last weekend, and then ultimately losing that game, and then again last night, they're coming from behind. They kick a field goal instead of going for it. I I feel like especially last week, that's one of those seminal moments in a season that by not going for the win with no time on the clock against the defending NFC champions, you set your team on a course. And unfortunately, that course is not for a, a, a spectacular finish of the season. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long season. Obviously, Michael or Magic Johnson said it very strongly after the game too. his opinion of the football team. And- uh, it's it's not a strong one. It feels like he's watching them and saying it's not getting done. And you can appreciate that Sam Howell, the rookie's out there, and he's completed almost 70% of his passes. 
but he's on pace to almost have 100 sacks this year. You, you, you're just not going to be able to survive. And so the yeah. offensive line isn't holding up. Sam Howell's holding on to the ball a little bit too long. And I think from a defensive standpoint, yes, they can rush the quarterback, uh, but they can't make up all the negative plays as the offense keeps putting itself in. When you have 29 sacks in the season, that's not including tackle for losses. That's just, just negative plays across the board. And then you couple that with you know 10 turnovers. I think they have four fumbles and they've got six interceptions on the season. We're only in week five. That's a lot of negative plays that are happening to what's this uh, younger football team in theory. So I think there's a lot of nervousness that's going on right now. I think it's going to be one of those things where they've got to hurry up and figure out how to show the new ownership uh, that they can manage the ship and get this thing right. They've got a couple games coming up against Atlanta and uh, the Giants. Uh, after that, it's, it's going to be a tough run for this football team. And I think everybody in that organization, whether you're the head athletic trainer, the yep. equipment manager, certainly the yep. GM, everybody's on notice right now. Yeah, you, you know how it is. When you bring in new ownership, they usually yeah. bring in new management, right? That's just – and then new coaches and new players, and they, everybody wants their own guys. Mark Dominic joins us. What does he know? He's only spent, you know, quarter century in the league from a scout all the way up to GM, still covers it. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Pittsburgh is this curious team, right? Defense is pretty good. Feels like they've missed on – obviously missed on Claypool – not sure on Najee Harris if if he's really a starting running back long term, and then uh, you know with Pickett the the jury's still out now he's going to play the knee injury is not as bad as it was thought to be a bone bruise and he's going to play this week at home against Baltimore but I think everybody we've talked to around the league on air off air is like man that offense pretty predictable you know under center they run it eighty five percent of the time from shotgun you know it's like they throw it ninety percent of the time mm-hmm. uh, whereas everybody else is being super super creative. Why Why do you think Mike Tomlin is so against pushing for change from his coordinator? Yeah, I think, you know, Mike uh, was here with Coach Dungy, or excuse me, was with us with Coach Dungy back in Tampa. Mike has been with the Pittsburgh Steelers organization that doesn't change things very often, as we know, as their head coach or anything. Uh, stability, and, and that's what he's always looking for, and so are the Roonies, and, and so was Tony Dungy. So the people that he's been around – have always been very loyal, and I think that's where Mike has grabbed his loyalty uh, in this situation. And I also look at the offensive line, and the offensive line's not giving him a lot of confidence to play with, quite frankly. They're, they're not playing up to what level I thought they would, and I think that's why they're kind of stuck becoming predictable because even though they drafted Broderick Jones in the first round, who I thought would come in and step at left tackle, Dan Moore's held him off, but Dan Moore hasn't played well. And so it's, it's where the penalties, uh, the negative plays, and so they're just trying to feel, play fundamental football, and it's boring and conservative, and it's a problem. Uh, and you've got a quarterback, again, that we've talked about early in the season. I think Kenny Pickett can get you to the postseason. Do I think Kenny Pickett can win you a, a, you know, a Super Bowl? I really don't think so. And so I think you've got a quarterback that you feel a little hindered by that you're saying, we've got to give him every opportunity not to lose the game a la what Josh Dobbs is doing, even though I think Kenny Pickett's a better player. But again, in this league, as you know, you can't have games where you score seven points and six points. You're just going to be on the wrong side of victory too much. And their schedule, uh, you know, they've got Baltimore this week, which is going to be a big eye-opener to find out how good is Pittsburgh and how good is Baltimore. But after that, it's not like it gets very easy for them the rest of the way either. I also have a working kind of hypothesis, and you can help me with it if I'm if I'm wrong. Um, feel free, Mark Dominic joining us. Um, I think that you know Tomlin's never had a losing season, and you look at Belichick, and they had one they had what 
They had that one. The, the worst season they had was the post Brady COVID year, eight opt outs, and they were still seven and nine with Cam Newton who couldn't throw. Right. So I look at that. That was great coaching, but because they're so competitive to just even get to five hundred, much like the Steelers, those teams never draft in the top five. They just don't. And at some point, you have to replenish the troops, right? And so is it possible that the there's a lot of downfalls to Pittsburgh and to New England, but the biggest downfall is they haven't been willing to suck it up and just be bad for a year? <laughs> I, I, you could say that. I mean, certainly that comes back and haunts you because, to your point, you know, you want to be up there sometimes in the top ten to kind of re, replenish the cabinet. You know, and, you know, I thought they had a good draft, and I felt pretty good about what they did. I did like Roger Jones. I did like – Keanu Benton. I did like Darnell Washington, you know, Joey Porter Jr. So I, I want to play pause a little bit and kind of watch these guys kind of develop this year. Uh, you know, it's Omar Khan's second year as a GM, and he's not who's been there for so many years. And so that's Kevin the concern. Colbert, is it, where's Omar going to be as an evaluator? And we're only learning that probably as we get through the rest of the season to say, can he make the big decisions with this roster to be able to be a team that's picking in the 20s every year but still finds a way to be productive? But uh, you know what? I, I think Steeler fans may be frustrated, but uh, you know it's, it's certainly better than you know going three and thirteen and then still picking in the top five and uh, you know looking for hope somehow somewhere. Um, Mac Jones. Okay, so the offensive line not great. They don't have yep. skill position players that win. Uh, they do have quality running backs, and it seems like the scheme's better this year. But but he's had uneven performances. Where are you on? the long-term, what New England should be thinking with Mac Jones? Yeah, I think they told us a little bit, right? I, I do think Bill O'Brien's made the scheme better. But, you know, you, you, you put Mac Jones on the bench with Bailey Zappi and put Zappi back out there, who you cut at the, the end of the training camp. Like, you cut him and didn't even, you know, want him as your number two. You brought in Matt Corral to be the number two, and then you turned around and switched it back to Bailey. So you're, you're saying Bailey's missing something, but you still benched your starting quarterback. This team has scored less and less points every week. It was 20, then it's 17, then it's 15, then it's three. So it's going in the wrong direction. Uh, granted, the, maybe the talent's a little bit different, but, you know, they, they've got a game against the Saints this weekend and the Raiders. But, you know, again, we talked about this in the preseason. They don't have playmakers. They don't have speed on this team, and they're not going to score enough points in the National Football League, and they're proving that very much true. It's, you know, the Dallas Cowboys got after him, put the 38. But if you can put over 20 points on the Patriots, you're probably going out with a victory. And if you're not putting 20 points up in the NFL, you're probably not a very good team. So that's where I think the Patriots are just kind of in that limbo. We've got a good quarterback or an okay quarterback, but we really don't have a lot of great talent around him, and it's showing. Um this this just in as uh, it's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio that um, uh, the Broncos have gotten rid of Gregory. They found they found a they found a taker and kind of interesting, right? Randy Gregory is going to the San Francisco 49ers. Gregory obviously had some off the field issues when he was in Dallas. Brought in by the you know brought in uh, a couple of years ago by the by the Broncos. What do you think? What he, we thought he was going to get cut, they end up finding a taker. Does that work in San Francisco? I mean, it's worth a shot. You know, you kind of give Randy Gregory another, you know, option, and you're going to a winner, and he's going to probably be if I'm his agent. If I'm Randy Gregory's agent, this is like, hey man, you know, this is it. Like you got to toe the line. You got to do all the right things. You got to be yes sir, no sir if you want to keep playing this game to and, and, and enjoy the fruits of the game. And now you're going to get to go to a team that's in first place that looks like it could be a Super Bowl contender. So, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where 
former GM head coach, excuse me, former GM is the, is the or former player is the GM. Uh, I think John Lynch would need to sit down and talk to him. And, you know, I don't think they're giving much up, uh, but they're not getting a lot either. It's not, you know, Randy Gregory, I think he has one sack on the season. You know, he has, he's been productive, but his productive years have been a few and far between sometimes. You know, he kind of put them all together, but he's never been a guy that's, I think, ever had seven or more sacks in his career in a single season. So, it's a name that we know because he was a cowboy, but the production is very minimal. I think what they gave up is very minimal, and I think the risk is worth it. Um, the New York Giants surrendered 11 sacks. 11. And, and we'd all agree Daniel Jones is not playing well. Uh, but, like, we thought, like, Brian Dable's, like, quarterback whisperer. Like, you know, he made Josh Allen from an inaccurate guy to a, a tremendous star. And then, you know, one year with Daniel Jones, and now he gets a new contract. What's gone so wrong in, in New York? I think you've touched on it. I mean, I think it's inside out. You know, the tackles aren't playing well. But, you know, John Michael Schmitz is coming in there, and he's struggling right now as a rookie. Uh, he's getting pushed, and once you start to push the middle of the pocket, same with Shane Lemieux. I mean, these guys are getting pushed at the at the at the pocket, and so they're collapsing a pocket from inside out, and that could be a real problem if you feel like you've got enough speed on the pass rush on the outside for a quarterback to feel comfortable. And I think that's what Daniel Jones looks like. He looks like a very uncomfortable quarterback right now, and you know he still doesn't have a number one wide receiver, a go to guy to get the ball to. And I think those two things are haunting him right now. And, uh, you know, I've said it before. I think they've got to find a way to use more two tight end sets. They've got to find a way to get Daniel Bellinger involved in the passing game as much as Darren Waller. But, you know, it's, it's you know, you function at the level of your quarterback clearly. But in my personal, you know, fundamental how you build a football team, you, you obviously find the quarterback. But then you've got to protect the quarterback. And right now, the Giants have used some picks on that position, but they're not panning out to the level they thought they were going to play. Um, uh, last one real quick. Uh, Josh Lucas joined us yesterday. He's former director of player personnel with the Bears. And he was like, look, I watched the Zach Wilson tape, and it's better, but a lot of it was they were just running the football better, and there were some easy throws, but left a lot of meat on the bone. Uh, what about you? When you watch the Jets – would you be doing backflips if you if uh, if you were the Jets, knowing they got Zach Wilson the rest of the way? No, I wouldn't be doing backflips. I mean, I would sit there and say, you know, it's it's good to actually get a better sense of what he can do and, and where where we can go from here. But I don't sit there and say, boy, this is going to be such a fun season that we're we've got a good shot now here to get to find a way back to the postseason. I mean, I think Zach has played better, uh, still losing. But Zach has played better. The defense, really, to me, the Jets have kept the, the Jets in the ball games. You know, losing to the Patriots by what five, and then obviously the Chiefs by three. We'll see this weekend again. Uh, you know, it doesn't have the hype it should have with Aaron Rodgers and Nate Hackett and the Denver Broncos. But uh, I think if I've got Zach Wilson, I'm just learning more about him, and I'm just continuing to cater to Aaron to make sure that he's our quarterback in 2024, and realizing this is going to be a tough long season. But I think. Even if it goes rough, I have a feeling the Johnson family will hold on to Salah and will hold on to Joe Douglas and see what they can do with Aaron Rodgers in 2024. Mark Dominic, Mark, you're the best. Enjoy the football this weekend. Can't wait to talk to you next week. I feel like I learn more about the game every time you're on. Doug, thanks for having me on, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com sports, tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to a game. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey there, Dan Beyer. What's the game today? John, what's the game? Psychic. All right, psychic. Will Oklahoma score against Texas in tomorrow's Red River rivalry? And and you're you if you're driving around, you're like, why would he ask a question? Well, the answer is last year they got beat forty nine nothing. Now Dylan Gabriel didn't play last year, um, but look, I, I just think Texas is better. I do. I look. Oklahoma was impressive in the counter punching last week against Iowa State, but Iowa State had a couple. Uh, they they they're a little bit depleted by these um, suspensions because of gambling, and yet Iowa State was able to score some touchdowns. I just I just think this is what Texas has been building for. They're the better team. I'll give you my pick against the line, my five for five next hour. But yes, they will score. I don't believe they will score enough to win the game. All right, psychic. Who looks better leaving Sunday, Sean Payton or Nathaniel Hackett? Push. <laughs> Uh, I I I think Sean Payton. I, I I do. I think I think Sean Payton because um, as much as first half it looked bad last week with the Broncos, coming back to win was big. That's the the the, the energy momentum they they need. Um, now look, it's going to be a challenge because that Jets defense is real. I think it's going to be Sean Payton, but I don't I don't know. Either one's a mess. Psychic will Chase Claypool succeed in Miami. No. No. I mean, I just, I, you know, I mean, he's, see, he's got a reputation of being a dog. And you would have thought that you'd see the energy and the effort last time around. He obviously has a talent, but there's something else there. And you could say, well, now he's part of a different organization. And Chase Claypool's going to have to block. You know, one of the things about that offense is outside of Tyreek Hill, like, you got to block because they want to run the football. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think he, I don't think he succeeds and lives up to the, the billing of when he was initially drafted. No. 
Psychic, will Puka Nakua still have a role with the Rams now that Cooper Cup is back and set to make his season debut on Sunday? Absolutely. I don't think he'll get the targets, obviously. But now you have with Tutu Outwell as the guy who can they can run those jet sweeps and take the top off a of defense. Now you have two dynamic weapons. Uh, yeah, there's absolutely a role. Not as big a role, but definitely a role. All right. I think Vance, I think Vance, uh, Vance Jefferson is the one that 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 that's the that's the guy. Van who's Jefferson, the yeah. Van Jefferson. Did I say Vance? I'm thinking of Broncos defense coordinator Van Jefferson. I think he's more questionable in terms of what his role looks like moving forward. Psychic, what favorite will have the easiest time in the divisional series that get underway this weekend? Astros have the Twins. Orioles, they take on the Rangers. Dodgers have the Diamondbacks. Braves have the Phillies. You know, I I think it's going to be the Astros. I just do. I mean, I know that Jason and Ramos are nervous about the Diamondbacks. I think Philadelphia, I mean, that's a tough place to play. And that that series series can be awesome. And I think Texas is really good. And Baltimore, it's all about their bullpen, which will help you in the postseason. But I don't know about their starters in this sort of pressure situation. Not that Texas is throwing great stuff out there with their injuries to their frontline starters. But I, I think Minnesota has the easy. I mean, Houston has the easiest time with Minnesota. All right. Finally, psychic. Will James Harden be a Clipper soon? Be a Clipper soon? Yes. 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 They've been searching for a point guard. I think they would have preferred Drew Holiday, but now they'll they'll somehow settle on on James Harden. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan has the I Want Your Flex podcast, and uh, Dan, what do you think the 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 hottest name that we never would have thought? That's the great thing about fantasy football is there's always a guy that we talk about now as if he's a household fantasy football name that we didn't ever bring up when people were drafting. Who is that right now? Devon Achan right now is the name. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you see where uh, Tyreek Hill said he's the third fastest member of the, of the Dolphins? I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, third fastest member of the Dolphins. All right, coming up next, got my picks, got Andrew Dice Clay, back-to-back. I think Dice is bigger, but my picks have been winning. That's next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.